You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Joining me today, live from Florida, is the uh, Kat Presley, former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader and the wife of your Astros closer, Ryan Presley. Kat, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. So how exciting is it to be back in Florida and have baseball back? Um, It's amazing. It just feels like such a relief, honestly. It was kind of starting to feel like the COVID year where we just didn't know what was going on. Pretty excited, too. So let's start with you. You know, you're a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, but let's, uh, where did you grow up? I actually grew up in Houston. Oh, wow. Yeah. So coming to the Astros was huge for me and really good timing having, you know, getting pregnant and everything. So it's oh, good. <laughs> Were you born in Houston? Yeah, born and raised in Houston. Wow. So that's cool. Your your son was born in Houston then? Yeah, he was born awesome. in Houston. So were you, a, were you a cheerleader growing up in high school? or? I actually wasn't. I was a dancer growing up and a gymnast. So I competed in rhythmic gymnastics. And... Mm. I competed, yeah, I was on the U.S. team in 2002 and did that, and then I was a dance major in college, and so I didn't actually cheer until I cheered for the Cowboys, but I mean, that's mostly dance, so. So what made you want to be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? Well, I always wanted to, like, dance or cheer professionally, and I I was actually living in Dallas I had moved to Dallas um, at the time, and I was working in advertising, 
And I was just kind of, I'd been doing advertising for five years and I was just kind of thinking, you know, I, I don't think that I want to do the desk job thing anymore. And here I'm here in, you know, Dallas where the Cowboys cheerleaders are. I might as well go for it, you know, and see if I can get back to performing. And then I made it. What was the process like? I mean, how hard is the tryouts? It was super, it was really intense. I mean, I basically spent a year kind of just training, getting to know, you know, the DCC way and um, kind of learning their style of dance and getting kind of ready for auditions. And then after auditions, I mean, you go to training camp for um, two or three months, I want to say. And I mean, and they they're filming that show about it, which makes everything like 20 times, you know, more intense. So it was a lot. <laughs> so you can kind of get a, a feel for uh, when you're watching some of these reality shows that they're being filmed all the time. Because right now, me and my wife are binge watching Married at First Sight. And these guys are, you know, trying to be married to strangers they don't even know while they're being filmed the whole time. Yeah, that's a lot. And, you know, that's, I mean, like, I can't even imagine having, like, my personal life film like that that's crazy i we've been watching we were binging love is blind on netflix yeah we watched that too that one we kind of got sucked into <laughs> that was yeah the, the thing for me is like i'm kind of like the guy that you know the girls will say something well i don't know why he's not affectionate and i'm yelling at the screen he doesn't like you like just get out of this i don't know but... you yeah. And then they got, you know, the guys are all they they're, they're not attracted to their to their wives, but they just stick around, I guess, just to be on TV. And I'm yelling at those guys as well. Um, Same. Like the guy shake on Love is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember. He was, no, no, I do. I do. The Indian. Yeah, yeah I was like, clearly by the reunion, <laughs> he was like, you know, really. I mean, he wanted his moment, I think. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I think he got it. Yeah, he got uh, it. <laughs> so, so back to the, the Dallas Cowboy thing. How, how many seasons did you do that? I just cheered for one year. And how was it? I mean, did you enjoy it? Are you glad you did it? Was the experience positive? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I mean, it was just really cool because I auditioned kind of like when I was older. I made the team when I was 29. So it was kind of like my last chance to get, you know, a performing gig and do all that. And um, it was just, it was a good reminder that, you know, I wasn't stuck in the desk job thing, you know, and I, I loved doing it. I loved every second. I loved getting to meet the fans. Um, Sundays were the best. And yeah, I mean, it was an incredible experience. I loved it. So I read somewhere that Ryan is a huge cowboy fan. Is that how you guys met? <laughs> he is, but we didn't meet that way. But it's funny because it turns out he was at some of the games I was cheering at, like before we even met, like the Thanksgiving um, that year, the halftime show, he was at that game. And it's just crazy to think that he was there in the crowd. But no, we actually met through, I know his agent really well. Mm. And I had actually given up guys for Lent that year because I was tired of dating. And Ryan, oh, his agent asked him, he was like, can I 
introduce you to one of my players. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, he's in Minnesota. It's not going to go anywhere whatever. We'll see what happens. And then he texted me and we started talking and we got to know each other for like four months before we ever even met. So. Oh, wow. So that was actually my next question. Like, how is, how is the courting process like? I mean, he's major league baseball player playing five, six, sometimes seven games a week. And so he was actually in Minnesota at the time, and you're in Dallas, so it was just mostly over the phone. Yeah, he was he was texting me for a little bit, and then because it was started in like end of February, March, it was like spring training time, and um, finally I was like, "Are you gonna call me or what?" So then he started calling me, and then we started FaceTime a little bit, but it was really nice just because we got so close you know, over the phone and we got to like, just know each other without the pressure and the stress of dating and how, how often are we going to see each other and, you know, all that stuff. And so by the time we finally met, I went out to see him in Anaheim because I went to college there. And, um, I mean, we already were, it was just like, kind of like, I hope we like each other in person. And we did. (laughs) Yeah. It, It sounds a lot like us, me and my wife, we, we met online and we were messaging back and forth and that escalated to phone calls and then FaceTime. And when I finally met her in person, it felt like we'd known each other forever and we were already comfortable with each other. And I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good way to get to know someone. Yeah. Right. I agree. I loved it. I thought it was great. A good way to get to know each other. So how long were you dating before he popped the question? Um, I want to say, was it our one year anniversary? It was like, yeah, it was just like one year after we met or one year. Yeah. Was it? Wait, (laughs) I think it was two years. Actually, it was two years after we had met and we, we got engaged. Yeah. In July of 2018. And then a week later we got traded to Houston. How was that like? Was that pretty exciting? Yeah, it was amazing. Like all these crazy life changes at once. And it was super surreal. So when you when he proposed to you, were you living together in Minnesota or not yet? I had just I was really hesitant to make the move to Minnesota because I didn't want to, you know, obviously keep dating forever and ever and just, you know, who knew what was going to happen. But yeah, I had just kind of made the move to Minnesota like a month before that. So I was living in Minnesota at the time. So you kind of talked about comparing the lockout to the uh, pandemic season. I saw a story about you two guys that, and it said Ryan is a homebody and that you weren't but you were able to experience being a homebody and you kind of came around to that lifestyle. You kind of liked it. I did. I think COVID changed me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was like, we were, we picked up gardening and like, we love to ride bikes around the neighborhood. And I mean, turns out maybe I'm a homebody too. (laughs) Well, especially now having a baby. So. Yeah. All right. I also, in the same story, I said you guys were building a ranch, and I guess this story was probably about a year old. So is that done? Well, 
That so again, COVID changed everything. So basically, like at the time, lumber was getting really, really expensive, and so we kind of were second. We we had put a hold on the ranch build because we were waiting kind of to see what happened with that, and then we kind of rethought it. We ended up building a barn dominium at the ranch, and because um, we have a piece of land, because Ryan loves to hunt, and so we ended up building a barn dominium out there. And we spent a lot of time there this past off season when we just loved it. I mean, the Barndo has like pretty much everything we need, like a kitchen and the living room. And we're going to add a couple of bedrooms in there. So we kind of figured we don't actually need to build a whole ranch house out here. And we kind of put that budget towards our, we bought a new home, like a, where we're going to raise our family. So we ended up just doing the Barndo instead, but we love it. We love spending time out there. So you mentioned that you bought a home to raise your family. Um, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully he stays in Houston the whole time. But if he does end up going somewhere else, is your home base still going to be in Houston? Well, our home base is actually Dallas. So we live in Dallas in the off season and that's where we bought our home. Well, there you go. Yeah. So we're between Houston and Dallas. So we'll always have Dallas as our, like as our home base, but it's nice being close. It's nice being in Texas in general. Yeah. So I was going to ask you what you guys did in the off season. And, uh, but that's changing now. You know, it used to probably be romantic trips and now it's <laughs> going to, now, now you're, uh, you're heading towards Disneyland and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I mean, we still haven't gone on our honeymoon yet. So <laughs> we, after we got married, we got married on New Year's Eve 2019, so COVID hit. I mean, he started, well, he, okay, so he starts throwing the, the week after we get married, so we can't go on our honeymoon that year. And then COVID hit, so that offseason, we didn't go on our honeymoon. But we finally, then we had Wyatt, and then we did go to the Bahamas this year, and we had some family watch Wyatt, so that was nice. But, yeah, we usually try to do, like, a beach trip every offseason, Um but we also, Ryan, just like I said, loves to hunt. So we spend a lot of time doing that. Yeah. So when you go to the beach, does he like to go on a uh, deep sea fishing trip or anything? Um, catch, catch some marlins? <laughs> we had a fishing trip planned this last trip in the Bahamas, but the weather was really bad, so we didn't get to do that. And we ended up going to the casino instead. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to last season. Well, let's talk about this first. You, you, you know, like, I, I understand as a fan, we watch the game and we're stressed out about it. And for you, like Ryan is the closer and that has to be one of the most stressful positions in baseball and you're married to the guy. So how, <laughs> how stressful is that for you to watch that on TV? Cause he's got the game in his hands. It's funny because I have so many friends and family now that are invested in, you know, Ryan and the Astros, and they always text me when he's, like, about to pitch, and they're just like, I'm freaking out right now. How do you handle this, you know? And when he first became a closer, it was definitely like, okay, this is different. Um, you know, this is a lot more stress for sure, but, I, I mean, I'm just used to it now, and I'm, like, so confident in him that I kind of just enjoy 
watching at this point. But it, but it, I, I will say, like, at first when he was first a closer, I was like, this is a whole different thing. Yeah, it's a lot different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, as, so I can tell you, and you can pass it along to him if you want, but as fans, as fans, you know, we've had some closers that, you know, we're, you know kind of nervous about when he comes in but we we don't feel that way about him we have we have confidence <laughs> in him the same way you do good uh, so, i'll pass that along to him <laughs> all right so last year we make our third world series in the last five years and unfortunately it didn't go our way so what's what's it like for you guys like after losing a world series is it kind of something you need time to get over or does he just shrug it off or how's that like i feel like in baseball it's so it's just go 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 and every every day is new and every game is new and it's it's kind of like the world series is there's such a build-up and there's you know it's intense and it's just it's a lot and when it ends it's sad you know and it's it's a bummer, but it's also like, okay, what's next? Now we have to pack up. We have to move. Like, what's next on the thing? We have to get off season going. What are we going to do with, you know, the kids? And there's just so much, you know, to think about that. I think we kind of use that as a distraction. Yeah. So as fans, we, uh, you know, we're disappointed, you know, when it happens. But after the dust settles, at least for me, I'm just – happy that they got there and I'm proud of the team for you know accomplishing the feat of getting to three world series in five years so yeah as fans you know the disappointment doesn't last long that's good I mean and it's also so cool to be on a team that consistently is making a run for it you know that I mean that's just so rare yeah so you became a mother recently how your son looks like he's about a year old or, or maybe less. <laughs> he's almost eight months. There he, he's saying hi. Um, he's about eight months. He's almost eight months. So. And how's that going? How's how different is your life with this having a boy, <laughs> having a baby? It's it's very different and it's amazing. I mean, he's he knows we're talking about him. Um, yeah. he, we love every second of it. It's it's really awesome. I mean, it's just cool to have a little buddy. And it's been really, really fun to see Ryan as a dad. He's just like, um, he's really the best dad. He just is so pumped to see Wyatt every day. And um, it's just, it's a new, it's an adventure. That's for sure. Yeah, it's amazing. So you, you, you in the picture, and I guess that's at your, what do you call it? A barn dominium? Yeah. <laughs> that is the first time I've ever heard that word in my life. But really? so you. So you have a picture of the three of you, and 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 there's a sign that says Big Brother 22. Oh, is, yeah. Is, is that the ranch? No, we took that at Memorial Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. So y'all are expecting another one. Do you know so, if it's a boy or a girl? Yeah, this one's going to be a girl. Mm. And yeah. so Wyatt was due July 30th last year, and she's due July 26th this year, so... Did you, name, did you name your son after Wyatt Earp, by chance? <laughs> no. Okay. Because the movie Tombstone is awesome, and so if you did, I, I wouldn't blame you. I've never seen it. Should we check oh. it out? Yes. You've never okay. seen Tombstone? No. What is it about? 
It's a it's a western. Oh. It's about uh, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday, and it, it's really really good. It's like one of the best movies ever. Okay, is Wyatt Earp like a good guy? Do we? Yeah, yeah. he's okay. a he's a he's a like a lawman. He's a sheriff or whatever they are back then, a marshal. It's okay. really good, and Val Kimmer Val Kimmer plays Doc Holliday, and he should have won an Academy Award. It's like the best performance. It, it's awesome. You need to watch it. Okay, we'll watch it, and if we really like this character, maybe we'll start saying we did name him after him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, we should have named our kid Doc. <laughs> no, but Wyatt Earp's cool. But anyway, what... Are you planning on doing after baseball when his baseball career is over? I'm not even thinking about it yet, right? That's a good. I mean, well, I actually got my real estate license during COVID, so I have been starting to practice real estate, and I absolutely love it. So I'm excited to have more time to dedicate to that once baseball is over and just kind of go full force. Um, as far as Ryan, he said he's ready to be like first in line in the carpool lane. First in line at <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. It's it's who knows what we'll do. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you you know take care of that money they're giving you right now, you should be able to be. He should be able to be Mr. Mom. It's it's awesome for him to be able to do that, and it's it's a good thing that he's looking forward to being a dad. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this. This is something I was curious about. This is one of the last things I thought about. But do you guys have, because for me and my wife, we we have friends, but we only hang around couples. So who is your go-to couple? Do you have a go-to couple on the Astros that maybe you go to dinner with, or who's your BFFs? There's a few. We hang out when when this when Joe Smith and Allie were on the team. We we'd go on double dates with them a lot, um, and now it we spend a lot of time with Alex and Reagan. They're just down the street from us, so um, we probably spend the most time with them. But there's so many cool people on the team. I mean, yeah. I saw a picture of you. You t- y'all two are with uh, Alex Bregman. I know y'all just call him Alex, but <laughs> I'm I'm on a, I'm not on a one name basis with Alex Bregman quite yet, but uh, <laughs> but I saw y'all y'all were at a I don't know if it was a fundraiser or at a barbecue place or whatever, but I was curious like this we kind of had a segment on on the podcast called Fair or Foul, and one of one of the questions were you know like fans bothering players for autographs while they're trying to eat dinner. Does that happen to you guys? It happens to Ryan sometimes. Um, yeah, it happens every now and then. It's not like crazy. I think that Ryan's in a good, is kind of in a good place where we can go out to eat anywhere and, you know, not feel like worried about it, but where people do recognize him, you know? So it's kind of like a happy meeting with Ryan. Yeah, for me, I mean, I saw him, I guess you took a picture of him while you were eating, and, you know, he's just got a, a regular hat and a Western shirt on, and and I was thinking, I wonder if I would even know that's who that was if I if I saw him, you know, without, like, staring at him. I don't know if I would even know. Yeah, and I think that it's, like, usually I think people recognize his arm tattoos or, you know, 
I don't know. I think when he's on the, when you're in the mindset of baseball, like at a game, obviously, you know, it's Ryan, but when you're just out and about, you know, at a restaurant, you're not think like thinking about baseball necessarily. So, you know what I mean? You're not really like looking for it. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. You know, some, some people forget that, you know, baseball players and famous people are, are actually people, you know, and they're just trying to enjoy their life. I, I thought about this, you know, people that are so famous, you know, the people that follow the paparazzis follow them. They're mm-hmm. so famous. They can't even live. I mean, they live their lives in hotels. I mean, I, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I wouldn't. That's what I'm. That's why I like kind of not everyone knowing who he is. It's nice to just be able to do normal I think it's really hard to just always feel like people are watching you or I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure it's different at the beginning of your career than when you get a little older, but last year, and if you're listening, hello buddy. But last year I went to a uh, minor league game and uh I guess somebody that listens to the podcast was there and he knew that I was there and and he was pretty excited about meeting me, and that felt pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only time. That was the only time. I have one fan out there. I'm sure you have a lot of fans, but people don't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what are y'all doing over there? I mean, what do you you and the, the baby do during the day? Do you go watch Daddy? And do y'all do anything at night? Go have dinner or anything? Spring training is personally my favorite time of the year. So I love being out here because they get done early. So he gets finished at like, you know, 12 or one. And then we, I mean, we just got here this year, but like last year we would take the dogs to the beach every day. And we love, there's so many good restaurants out here. We love to go out to eat and like sit outside. So we're just going to soak it in. Another thing we were talking about is uh, we we were talking about you know building a fan base you know for for younger kids, and this kind of comes into my next question for you. Um, you know the games start at seven in Houston, mm-hmm. and by the time they're over, it's eleven thirty. And for uh, me, yeah. I wake up early, but I still watch them. I stay up and watch them, and I just sacrifice sleep, you know, to watch my team, but. I mean, for you, I mean, he, he's got to get home super late. Yeah, that's tough. I'm not going to lie. Especially when I was pregnant last year, I couldn't. With him being the closer, that is difficult. I was, yeah, it's hard for me to stay up sometimes. Sometimes I'll, like, set my alarm and hope that I can get, like, I'll <laughs> fall asleep and hope that I can, like, wake up and catch him when he's going in. And usually it works. So has there been a night where, you know, you're just like, I can't stay awake and you go to sleep and maybe he just has a horrible game or let's say, let's say this. Can you, do do you know based on his mood, if he had a good game or not? Um, he just leaves it there. He leaves it there. I mean, unless it's like, there's been maybe one or two occasions where he's been like 
really, really, really not happy. But other than that, it's really the same person that comes home every day. He pretty much yeah. just leaves there. I mean, there's so many games. It's just like tomorrow's a new day. That's true. I mean, there's so many. I mean, in baseball, you know, if you win three out of four, I mean, you, you're going to lose a lot of games. You're going to lose, you know, 60, 70 games sometimes. So, yeah, that's right. It's a game of failure, so we know that. So did you have a chance to go to All-Star Weekend or anything like that? Um, well, this past year, oh, my gosh, this past year I was – super pregnant and <laughs> like a week after the game. So we didn't make it, but we went in 2019 and it was, it was awesome. It was such an, it was honestly one of my favorite experiences in baseball, getting to go to the all-star game. It's just such a cool experience. I mean, yeah. I am. I mean, I'm always proud of the guys that make the all-star game, but to me, I really, I don't know. I like the home run derby and it's, it looks like all the players are having fun, you know, getting together and everything, but I don't know. I guess it's got to be more fun to be involved in it than watching it. Cause I don't know. It's just kind of something about seeing a game that they don't really care if they win or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. The whole experience outside of the game is fun. Just like getting to meet a bunch of people from other teams and, um all the events that they have and doing the parade was is really cool experience just to see ryan get to you know be recognized for how great he was he's been doing so it's it's fun for me to get to you know like just watch ryan you know enjoy his moment yeah so when these guys actually get voted to all-star games and you know stuff like that they're genuinely happy about this stuff yeah I think it's yeah. an honor. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think I that's all I have. Do you have anything you want to add about being the wife of a <laughs> of a major league baseball player? Any advice for some young ladies out there? That... <laughs> yeah, my advice is don't make plans. <laughs> Go yeah. with the flow, because you just never know what's going to happen tomorrow or with this sport in general. It's just wild. The roller coaster yeah you guys like we spoke earlier you have that you know he's with houston and trade deadline he could come home and say hey we're we're going to chicago you never yeah, know. You I, I i doubt it yeah i don't <laughs> i doubt it too but you I mean, never know yeah i mean as long as the astros are competitive and as long as he's as good as he is now i don't see him going anywhere ever we wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't either. We love the guy. <laughs> we like being here. All right. That's all I have. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. That was fun. I'll let you get back to being a mom and a husband and enjoy Florida and your time with your husband before the 162 game grind comes. Sounds good. We will. We're excited. <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, for Kat Presley, thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.